the Elevate Yourself podcast is brought to you in partnership with Athletic Brewing. Athletic Brewing is beer that is brewed without compromise. It tastes just like the hard stuff, except you don't get any of the baggage. So no hangover, less calories, less sugar, super yummy, and you can drink it any time of day. Encourage you to check them out at athleticbrewing.com and use code ELEVATE30. That's right, code ELEVATE30 at checkout for 30% off your first order. Do it. Hey now, and welcome to the Elevate Yourself podcast. I'm Rob, and I am thrilled to get to be the host of this show. I feel super lucky. I work for this awesome company called Elevation Health. And in each episode of this show, I get to have a conversation with folks from all different walks of life about how they elevate themselves. It's my hope that these conversations will make you think, force you to change your best, and as a result, help you get a little bit closer to becoming the best version of you. Lauren, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for having me. I feel honored to finally be able to join you. Oh my goodness. Well, this is a very special episode. We're going to do a, a flipped episode that we've never done this before on the show where you are going to ask me questions about some healthy holiday hacks and maybe way to help folks uh, stay healthy this holiday season. Uh, but before we do that, I want you to tell folks a little bit about yourself. How'd you end up doing what you do today? Um, okay, so I am a mom of two young boys. I have a five-year-old and a three-year-old. I work in the new construction industry. I've been in the design side and sales side and now working in purchasing. Um, so I love everything to do with um you know, creating and building and dreaming, um, and then being able to make that come to life. Um, I love working with people and inspiring people. And the last two years, I've been on my own health journey, trying to, um, you know, bring health and good habits to my family. And um, that has been something that uh, I try to do with anybody that I interact with. And I have to thank you for that for showing me discipline and dedication and um, not being ashamed of that. So I am honored to be here and to be able to ask you questions because you have changed my life and I know that you can change more people around you. So I'm excited to dive in. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much. You were not paid to say that, but thank you. (laughs) All right. You ready to do this? Fire Yeah, let's do it. Yep. Okay. So as we get into the holidays, what are the top five things you would say that we need to focus on and prioritize as things get a little hectic in our lives? Well, nothing new here. I this, uh, I want to preface all of this by saying very little of this is an original thought of mine. Um, this is all comes from other people. I do try to anything that I share, I usually try to be based in evidence. But I, I, I do think they're kind of five pillars for me. Um, when things get kind of crazy, I think focusing on your sleep is usually a, a good idea. Um, and uh, focusing on some movement is another pillar that to try to really lock into. Um, I'm a nutrition person by trade. And so nutrition is important, including foods and fluids. 
Um, and then I, I also like to then take a step back. I think we should do this all the time, but really thinking about the fourth one being uh, coming with love and making memories. And then my, my fifth one is, is grace. Um, and that's grace to yourself and then to others. So I know, I know we're going to dive into each one of these maybe, but uh, yeah, those are the five pillars. Yeah, I can. I mean, I can't agree more, especially as I've, you know, gone through, especially grace. I think grace is something so important that we need to stay focused, stay dedicated, but also not beat ourselves up too much. Right. And then not judge people that are around us. Um, so let's start with your first one that you mentioned sleep. How, why is sleep important and how can we um, be better at it? It's, it's, <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, as much as I, I want to think that you could just go all day, we need sleep to recharge. Um, and especially um, when it comes to uh, cognitive and then also our muscles and our body, all kinds of amazing, wonderful things happen during sleep that we won't get into to this. But your body needs sleep to do the cellular uh, rejuvenation and to get you um, able to go at it again. Um, so it really is important to prioritize it. And then also thinking about this time of year, um, and we think about the holidays, I think sleep is one of those things that can often get overlooked with, um, travel plans and everything else. And so, um, I, I think if you can find ways to hack your sleep, um, especially when traveling, um, that can be very kind of beneficial to your overall happiness throughout the holiday season. So what are some ways that you, cause you've, you know, we've traveled before and I've seen you be on vacations with us and you've always prioritized your sleep and sticking with your sleep schedule. And as much as I've given you a hard time for the past, <laughs> I've also very much appreciate again, your dedication to it. And you know, that it's something that makes you function so much better that next day. So what are some hacks that you do that help you stay focused when you are traveling and not on your typical schedule? Well, I, I think you hit it on the maintaining the, the regular bedtime. Um, and so the more you can have a consistent bed and wake time, um, the better your body's going to do, because that kind of just sets your whole clock up um, that then sets you up for your digestion and everything else throughout the course of the rest of the day. Um, so I think the closer you can get to that clock is really is really good. Um, I will say if you're if you're traveling time zones, I do think when it comes to sleep, if you're moving time zones, um, this kind of falls into grace. But give yourself grace. And the kind of the general rule of thumb is um, one day per hour that you change um, will cause a sleep perturbance. And so just kind of keeping that in mind um, and try to get on the time that you're going to as soon as possible. And so if you are going somewhere, whichever direction you're going on it, wait to try to eat your meal at the time that you would normally eat your meal in the new place, I think is a good way to get your body on that clock for sleep. Um, and then in terms of like individual things that I, I think that you can control no matter where you are, um, is making sure the room's dark. Um, so really talking about our sleep hygiene now, but like make sure that room is as dark as possible. Um, everybody knows what the what kind of temperature they like. I like it very cold. I sleep much better when it's cold. Um, and so trying to get the room as cold as possible that's within your control. Um, if you were driving and you have any kind of like noise canceling things that you like for sleep that maybe helps you uh, take that with you. The other thing I've been known to do is always travel with my pillow. 
um, you know, have a memory foam pillow and that thing will squeeze up and fit into it just about any suitcase. And then it pops out and it's, it's my pillow. I know it works on my neck. All of those kind of things um, can, can really help. Um, and then the, the final piece of temperature is a, you know, a, a warm shower before bed. I, that's a big part of my routine. And that really helps me because it does begin to calm you. Um, and then you go into a cold room and it's, uh, it, it's lights out. Okay. So other thing, I'm trying to remember the other ones you mentioned. So we've got sleep. We've covered sleep. I feel like anything else you want to add to sleep? No, I, th- I think that's it. Um, this could kind of go on the, to the next one, but, um, I'm not great about this, especially with the holidays, but I do know, and sometimes it's worth it, right? But eating a larger meal close to bed is going to mess up my sleep. Um, it, it just, you're, because of digestion, your, your body temperature is going to raise um, and that will kind of perturb your sleep. So if you can try to give yourself a couple hours following that, um, your, your last kind of big meal um, to digest um, prior to going into sleep. And then the same thing holds true of alcohol. And perhaps we're, since we're already on it, we move into nutrition. But um, yeah, any kind of alcohol, the later you consume it or the closer to bed you consume it, the more that's going to mess up your sleep as well. Yeah. So if you, I mean, in an ideal situation, again, it's hard with the holidays, but what would you recommend for somebody's last alcoholic drink before bed to help with them being able to follow? sleep i would try again try to have it as early as possible um and really try to not have it right before bed um if you were going to do it i would probably look at like a digestif or something like that that's a little bit lower in alcohol and then perhaps may help with some calming as well um i would uh, certainly avoid anything with caffeine in the alcoholic drink um you know later into the evening um and lots of fluids um that's it's really what you're up against you're up against uh um uh, fluid imbalance and a uh time when it comes to alcohol yeah so what um with fluids too so what are some other um if somebody's trying to cut back on alcohol or doesn't really drink alcohol what are are there some ideas you have when it comes to making good mocktails or things like that they could substitute those yeah. Drinks. So this is uh well, this is a great way into our show sponsor athletic brewing. Um, <laughs> they are a sponsor and I, and our listeners can, as I, as I will say, as you'll hear in the intro, uh, you can use code elevate 30 to get 30% off your first online order at checkout. And, uh, but they do, and you know, al- athletic brewing is great. They make, they do make non-alcoholic beer, um, but they also have non-alcoholic uh, like mocktails. Um, and they're really, really delicious. Um, it's a great company with a great mission. They give it all back to the trails. And I, I just think they're, they're awesome. And so that, that's an easy way. And you can find them in just about any grocery store. So having some of that on hand, I think is great. I know plenty of people that'll start with the real stuff and then switch to the, the, the fake stuff um, mm-hmm. as the night goes yeah. on. Um, and I think that's a really good way to look at alcohol as well is to think about, um, I've used this before to say is like, at the happy hour or while the meal's being prepared, go ahead and have a couple drinks. Like get yourself a nice little buzz on. Like if you know you're gonna have a couple <laughs> drinks, go ahead and get the buzz on and then let your food help digest it. And that'll that that way the alcohol can work itself out of your system. Um, so you really try to front load your alcohol um, if you're if you're gonna drink. Um, having said that, I, I love uh, sugar-free um, ginger beers. Um, there's all kinds of good ones out there now. 
Um, I think those work really well. And then the other thing is Angostura bitters. There is a little bit of alcohol in them, but you can put Angostura bitters with, um, I love a, a Reed's uh, Zero ginger beer um, with some Angostura bitters, some lime. Um, and yeah, it's like you're on the beach somewhere. It's delicious. What are some ways to make some smart choices while we're making the food? Maybe, um, you know, maybe not snacking as much. What are some things like that that we can do um, to save room for the our favorite dishes? Yeah, the, the snacking really, if you can avoid snacking, I think that's your best bet. And I, I find for myself and I think for a lot of people, the snacking happens because it's in our view, um, and so we have a, a we're our, our, we have an intentional bias towards things that are salty and fatty, and just that that's innate in all of us from a survival instinct. Um, but I find that I'm more likely to snack if my prior meal wasn't satiating enough. So if I didn't eat enough in the prior meal or enough that was going to fuel me, I'm more likely to snack because I'm hungry. Um, and so making sure that when you do eat a meal, that it is a complete meal, I think is a good place to start. Now, if you're going to snack, sometimes you want to crunch, see if there are things that you can find that satisfy what you're looking for. So if you want to crunch, is there some raw vegetables or something that'll, that'll do that? Is that a cracker? You know, what is it that you're actually after, um, in terms of texture? I, I think that can sometimes help as well. I like that. What about ways that we can maybe still enjoy our favorite holiday dishes, but make them a little cleaner, um, but still have that same delicious flavor? Are there any like tricks that you try with some of your favorite dishes? I think that the, the biggest thing is if you can find things, depending on your ingredients, um, that are lower in sodium, like your sodium intake is going to be higher anyways at the holidays. But I think if you're going to sub stuff and go with the lower sodium option, um, it, you're just you're going to feel better and it's going it, to that's just that's going to help. Um, the other thing is if you can find use spices and things like that, um, as opposed to um, I, I, I'm a big believer like cinnamon goes such a long way in places where, you know, calls for brown sugar, or other things of that nature, stevia. Um, you know, all, all of those things can help sweeten as a substitute for sugar. Um, and then the other piece I want to say about this is I really believe in a food neutral approach to eating and that there no foods are off limits. Things aren't good or bad. It's just the amount. Um, and so I think you can enjoy all the things that you want to enjoy. Um, you just have to take into account your overall energy needs um, and the amount that you're eating. So um, I will try to, I will eat all the th things that I want to eat um, just eat them in proportion to the volume of the other things you're eating. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a great um, segue into the next question. How would you, what would your, you know, balanced plate look like on Thanksgiving? Like what would your main portion be there? And then how would you kind of separate the other pieces? Yeah. Um, so Thanksgiving or, or any like big meal that you're going to, um, I would prioritize protein. So whatever the protein is, I would really make that your, your kind of go-to. Um, because that is going to help you stay full. Um, if you have the option and you can control it, you know, any kind of roasted vegetable, um, I'm going to be all over that. Um, and then as well, I, I think it depends on where you are and what you're eating and what you want. 
but don't eat the things you don't want, right? And so, and this goes back to like just a, a larger thing. And this is not my quote. It's from uh, Joe DeSena, the founder of the Spartan race. And people have heard me say this before is being healthy should never be embarrassing. And so if you are somewhere and people are making you or forcing you or you feel pressured to eat something, if you don't want to eat it because you don't think it's healthy or it doesn't work for you, what you want, uh, don't eat it. Um, and don't be embarrassed by not eating it. I think the holidays can be a time of uh, stress and people, uh, all kinds of things going on. And so eat the foods that you want to eat. Um, like I'm going to crush some of my grandmother's dressing at Thanksgiving, <laughs> uh, right? But there's yep. going to be some other stuff on there that I'm not going to want it, that I don't personally enjoy. And it's not about good or bad of the food item. It's more about how's my body going to feel? What's the taste? How am I going to feel 30 minutes later? How am I going to feel 90 minutes later? Kind of take all those things into account. Yeah, I yeah definitely agree with that, especially the not feeling embarrassed for what you want to enjoy and what you don't want to enjoy and to just, um, be confident in what you're making your decisions about. And, um, I think that that has been a lesson one that you've taught me. And then I feel a hundred percent confident now to just, if I want to eat healthy and I feel like someone's picking on me, I just walk with my shoulders back and feel very confident. And yeah, you're right. I want to fuel my body and I want to have the energy to keep up this holiday. Okay. So we've covered nutrition and fluids. Is there anything else you want to add to any of that topic? The, the last thing I'd say there, and this can kind of take us into um, our, our next one, is the idea that um, if you are taking in food that's going to be higher in sodium, make sure you take enough water. And that really sodium itself is not bad. It's just if we're not taking in enough fluids to excrete the sodium out. Um, and so anybody's had a, a meal before, it happens to me uh, every time when my hands will start to swell up after a meal <laughs> high in sodium yes. and you're going to get the swelling. And so just make sure you're taking in enough fluids to, to offset that. Yeah. Def what's your recommend? I mean, I've always heard, you know, take in like half your body weight in ounces or something like that. What would you recommend? That's a general good <clears throat> rule of thumb. Um, and I think everybody's different. Uh, obviously it depends on your total muscle mass and a whole host of things, but that, that's a general good baseline and then obviously also looking at kind of urine color too to see to see where you are on that keeping tabs on that and the final piece of that too thinking about food and big meals this is kind of a, another hack is um there is research to suggest that if you are about to have a meal and um eat, drinking a, a glass of water before the meal um about, you know, right before it or 30 minutes before it, it's going to fill the stomach and you're going to be less likely to overeat. Um, so mm -hmm. I, I think that's a generally a, a nice rule as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so. That's a good one. Um, okay. So what about movement? How can we incorporate um, more movement into our celebrations? Um, or what are some things that you like to do? That's great. Um, I, I think one is the act of cooking. Um, so just the act of being a participant in the preparation of the meal or the, the setting of the table or all those kinds of things, uh, you're moving to do that. Um, and so that's a really easy way to do it as opposed to just sitting on the couch and then waiting for somebody to serve the meal. So no matter where you are in the hierarchy of the food preparation, <laughs> I think anything that you can do to support that is going to get you some just low level hanging fruit on movement. Um, I do think like going for a walk as a family afterwards or with your people is really nice. Having an activity afterwards, 
Um, again, carbohydrates are not bad in nature or consuming nothing. None of it's bad. It's when it's too much or you're not utilizing it. So if you are going to have a bigger meal, eating the meal and then sitting right down as much as you want to is going to be less likely to use that stuff for fuel in the short term. So you'd be better off eating it and then going for a walk, feeling a little energized. You got the carbs in your body. You're feeling good. And then you're going to put them to work and start burning them a little bit. So I, I, that, any kind of movement after the meal is going to be good. Yeah, that's last Thanksgiving. We went on our family walk and I feel, and I can still vividly remember our walk. I can, um, we all felt good. We were talking. It felt good to get outside. And I think it's a way to build memories too, in addition to using the food you just put into your body and fueling yourself with it, like you, versus sitting on the couch and, and waiting for someone else to clean up the kitchen or you're just watching games or whatever you're doing. It's a great way to, to move and also bond with the people that you're celebrating the holidays with. That's a great point. And you're just, I think you nailed it about the, the creating the memories. And I think that's another thing about if you can get outside, there is something about getting outside with other people that then brings us back into ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we are then participating in the activity and we've got to go out to go in as opposed to staying in to stay in. So what other things? I know that um, we've played games or I think one time we played a funny game. What are some other things we could do to move our bodies outside of just cooking and helping and taking a walk? Um, I, I, I know people like doing doing stretches together or maybe doing a, doing a little yoga together is a, is a good one, I think. Um, and then any other like types of family traditions that you can do together. And I think this maybe goes into our love and memories pillar. Um, mm-hmm. But I try to really take the mindset of service at the holidays as much as you can. You know, there's going to be people going to ask you to do things and all of this, but though I think the more that you can come with a, a service attitude to everyone, um, you're then involved in activities together, and maybe that's bringing out decorations, or maybe there's you know a job that needs to be done. But the, the more that you can get in, be involved in those things together, um, that then then we're moving and we're making memories. You touched on this a little bit before about giving ourselves grace. What exactly does that look like to you or what does that mean um, to somebody? Yeah, um, for me, giving my myself grace, and I guess this goes back to other people I've talked to as well, is that all of these things are for a very short period of time. People go, oh, I, you know, I ruined my diet or I, or I didn't do this, that or the other. It's like, it's one day or two days out of the entire year and out of the entire, out of your entire life. It's not even a blink of your eyes. Like in the entire grand scheme of your long life is not even anything. So if, if you miss the workout or it doesn't go as well as you thought it was going to, or you didn't have as much time in your entire training career, it's going to not even matter. Um, and the same thing on, if you eat a little bit more than you were planning to eat at the meal, it's not going to matter. Um, it's all about the consistent consistency over time. So giving yourself grace when it does happen. And then also grace, the thing I like to try to come back to and ask myself is like, body, what do you need? You know, ask yourself like, well, what do we need right now? And just take a moment to really sit there and go, oh, I need to drink some water. Or you know what? I, I, I need to, I need a little bit. I, maybe I need some more carbs in this meal. I'm kind of tired or, you know, w- whatever that is, or I need to go to bed a little bit. Or, like just kind of asking yourself, checking in with yourself. Um, I, I think is so important. 
that's a good way to look at it too, is to just ask yourself what you need and be honest with yourself. And maybe that's fresh air getting outside or, um, yeah, getting some extra water. Um, I love the quote, what you focus on grows. And so I use that probably 10 times a day when I can feel myself getting a little bit negative, I'll use it then too, because I'll say to myself, you're focusing on the negative right now. And that's, what's going to grow. Do you want to stay negative or do we want to try to be positive? And so immediately I can kind of shift my attitude or it's again, staying positive. It's a way to say, I need to, you know, eat better, or I need to drink some more water or, um, and I just, that's something I just have said to myself over and over again. And it's something that I think, um, can apply to so many different ways, especially during the holidays. So if we want exactly. to focus on family, focus on moving our body, focus on water and food and, um, yeah. So I feel like we've covered our five pillars. Um, I think you've given us some really good information, some good tips to try to be successful over the holidays and still enjoy our time. So before we close out, I want to do rapid fire questions with you. Yes, you rapid, yes, let's do it. <laughs> okay. One thing you do every single day that elevates you. Do some kind of movement, some kind of some kind of exercise. Normally it's running. If it's not running, I'm gonna do I'm gonna do something to move my body in some way, shape, or form. Usually always just about 99% of the time, first thing in the morning. It's my time. That's me. And then we're ready to go get after it. Best purchase in the last year for less than $25. The first thing that comes to mind is I got um, I think it was like 300 of them um, of uh, hot mustard packets on Amazon for like eight bucks. <laughs> I just love them. Anytime we I go out somewhere to eat and you want like hot mustard and you save them or whatever. I was like, I don't eat out that much. I never have these. And then just having those on hand. So I spent like $8 on Amazon for like 300 of them. I've got them for, <laughs> you know, hopefully a year, maybe a month. We'll see. <laughs> That's not what I was expecting, but I love that answer. Um, favorite holiday meal? Um, I, I love, well, I, I think probably Thanksgiving or Christmas Christmas dinner um, in, in our house. Um, the, the big thing that I've already said that I love about the meal is my grandmother's dressing. I think that's like my favorite side um, at any of those meals. Uh, my mom also makes a really good, uh, she makes a good beef tenderloin um, on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, which I very much appreciate. Surprised you didn't say sweet potato casserole. That's good too. That's good too. <laughs> top the five. Dressings, your number. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> in the top five. First principle quote or saying. Well, I've said these many times on the show. Um, it's it's a guarantee adversity will jump up and punch you square in the mouth. Deal with it. Um, I anytime that anything has ever happened to me that that it, it, when I lock into that, it, it's all going to be fine. Um, and then the other one that I've already said here today, but from Joe DeSena, um, being healthy should never be embarrassed. Love it. Um, favorite holiday music. There's an album by the Bernaked Ladies. Um, it's their holiday album. I think they released it in like 2005. Um, but that thing has everything from some Hanukkah music to all kinds of great Christmas carols and songs and Michael Buble makes a guest appearance and, once that thing comes on, it's it, it's it's go time uh, for me when it comes to the holidays. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna ask you one last one. What's your favorite holiday memory? Oh my goodness! I, I think it was as a kid. Um, anytime on Christmas Eve and then into Christmas morning, and presents um, with you and 
uh, Sarah Marie and our, my sisters and getting like dressed up into outfits of like different things that we that we got or like I got a baseball <laughs> uniform one one year and getting dressed up in the uniform. I think those are really fun fun memories. Like full on modeling show and matching pajamas and <laughs> yes yes. Oh I love goodness. it. Lauren, this has been so awesome. I hope this was good for the listeners. I think they probably appreciated <laughs> the, the, the break listening to somebody else other than me ask the questions for once. Thank you so, so very much for doing this. Absolutely. I'm glad I got to. As I mentioned, I work for Elevation Health and we've been in business for 27 years, creating customizable solutions for your fitness and wellness needs. That's right, folks. 27 years. And in our 27 years, we've seen it all. So whatever your needs might be, we got you covered. From fitness management and online training to on-site classes and integrated technology, we help small and large groups alike get healthy and stay engaged. I encourage you to learn more about us at contactelevation.com and to follow us on social media at elevation.health.